With WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting. Several statewide and local races and referendums are on the ballot for the upcoming April 4th election. WXPR's Katie Thorson breaks down some of the best ways to get information on what will be on your ballot. On April 4th, voters all across Wisconsin will make their choice for the next state Supreme Court justice. Voters will also be asked referendum questions on bail, which would lead to a constitutional change, and one on welfare, which is advisory only. In addition to these statewide races, there are also a handful of local ones for town supervisors, school board members, and some counties like Oneida are electing circuit court judges. It can be hard to keep track of what's on your ballot and where candidates stand. That's one of the reasons the League of Women Voters created the Vote 411 Guide. Yolan Mistely is the Vote 411 Coordinator for the Northwoods Chapter. It's a one-stop shop for election-related information. Um, The League started the site in October of 2006, and it was meant to be providing nonpartisan information to the public with both general and state-specific information. Local leagues contribute the um, voter guides to the site when elections are, are being held. The league reaches out to candidates with the same questions and posts the answers in the candidates' own words. Ms. Lee says they've done local guides for Vilas, Lincoln, and Oneida counties. In addition to the ballot and candidate information, you can also find your registration status and look up your polling place. Some of this voting information can also be found at the My Vote Wisconsin website. While non-presidential electioneers don't typically see as high a voter turnout, Ms. DeLee says there's been growing interest in local races. Well, I think our, our local offices are becoming more and more important to us. That's where most of the action that we can um, contribute to or be more aware of will be taking place. And so um, voting for those local offices is really important nowadays. You can find the links to both Vote 411 and the My Vote Wisconsin websites at wxpr.org. Just look for this article. Election Day is April 4th. Katie Thorson, WXPR News. Operations are at the best they have been since 2019 at an embattled Wisconsin juvenile prison in Lincoln County, while staffing shortages are hampering further progress. That's according to the latest report by a court-ordered monitor filed Wednesday. The Wisconsin State Journal reported on the findings of the monitor overseeing the Lincoln Hills School for Boys and Copper Lake School for Girls in Irma. On most days, only 50 percent of staff are present. That, according to prison monitor Teresa Abreu in her report covering November through the end of January. However, she says when staffing is adequate, the inmates went to school, recreated outside, and spent more time outside of their rooms. In her latest visit, Abreu said she did not encounter a single staff or youth that did not have a positive attitude. She said staff and leadership's commitment to youth and to this reform effort is evident in every aspect of the operation. The report, the 16th since 2019, is part of a settlement of a class action lawsuit brought by the ACLU of Wisconsin, Juvenile Law Center, and Quarles and Brady Law Firm that highlighted dangerous conditions and abuse faced by teens at the prisons. The prisons are slated to be closed and replaced by a facility in Milwaukee County, but completion of that is likely years away. The economic value of uncompensated family caregiving in Wisconsin has increased by more than $2 billion. That's according to the latest report that estimates how many hours family members are putting in without a lot of support. 
We have more from Mike Mullen. AARP Wisconsin says the state's more than half a million family caregivers provided an estimated 540 million hours of unpaid care in 2021, worth roughly $9 billion. AARP Wisconsin State Director Martha Cranley says placing a price tag on this care is important because of the financial pressure these folks often encounter. We know about three-quarters of people who are family caregivers are actually also in the workforce. So they're either cutting back on their hours or they're taking unpaid time. The group is renewing calls for policy actions, including a special tax credit for unpaid family caregivers and expanding the scope of paid leave opportunities. Democratic Governor Tony Evers has those ideas in his proposed budget, but Republicans who control the legislature haven't been too receptive to the spending plan. I'm Mike Moen reporting. Wisconsin Republicans have blocked Governor Tony Evers' plan to mandate students get vaccinated against meningitis and obtain a doctor's note to avoid a chickenpox shot. Officials with the state health department and Evers' cabinet agency announced last month that beginning this fall, students entering 7th grade must get a meningitis shot and 12th graders get a booster shot. The agency also announced that parents will need to provide evidence of infection from a health care provider to secure an exemption to the chickenpox shot. Republicans say the requirements are too burdensome. The legislature's Republican-controlled rules committee voted 6-4 to four on Thursday to block the changes. As the warmer months draw near, we're hearing from experts on the risk of avian influenza coming back to the area. The Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, or DATCAP, is reminding poultry owners of the ongoing threat of the highly contagious pathogen. Spring migratory period for wild birds brings an increased risk of infection to all flocks, and they're asking all poultry owners to use biosecurity measures no matter how large or small your flock. Dr. Darlene Conkle is the state veterinarian for DATCAP. It can be as simple as remembering to wash your hands before and after handling your birds, keeping the numbers of people who handle birds to a minimum, uh, not having a lot of visitors uh, interacting with your birds, keeping food and water sources clean, keeping the area where the birds reside clean. Poultry owners who recognize any abnormal increase in mortality or symptoms of the disease, including drops in appetite or lethargy, are asked to report it to the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. The story is courtesy of WAOW Television. For WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting.